Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Hey, what's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Will Shohei Otani be baseball's first $500 million man? Where do the Dodgers stand with Shohei? We're going to dive into that in just a second. But quick reminder for all latest Dodgers news and rumors all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. As always, I want your takes down below in the comments section today's Dodgers Nation question of the day do you think that Shohei Otani is worth 500 million dollars and should the Dodgers pay that amount for Otani also would you be willing to trade for Otani during the season if it required a Sheik's ransom let me know down below and for our latest Dodgers news head over to DodgersNation.com Shohei the money will Shohei Otani be not only baseballs but professional Professional sports first $500 million man. Well, MLB insider and ESPN.com's Alda Gonzalez, he wrote in his recent piece, there is a growing belief that Otani might actually get there and that everything seems to be lining up in order to make that happen. And Alden also included these nuggets. A former player and current analyst predicted a new record for average annual value somewhere between $45 million and $50 million stretched out over eight years. An agent not his own guessed a 10-year, $430 million contract, which would top the $40 million average annual value that Aaron Judge recently attained and also surpass Mike Trout's record-setting guarantee of $426.5 million. A rival executive noting the inordinate number of long-term deals handed out this offseason took it even further, speculating a 12-year, $480 million mega contract. So first and foremost, I highly recommend reading Alden's piece over at ESPN.com. And look, I'm sure it comes as no surprise that Shohei Otani is going to get a monster deal, that ultimately he will sign the richest contract in baseball history. The only question is, will it be a $500 plus million dollar contract? Could it get up to $600 million, like I've seen some people suggest? We're going to dive into that in just a second. We're going to explore, is he worth that amount? But first, who are his biggest suitors? Who will be the Dodgers' toughest contract? Competition. And once again, it's that team that's starting to become a real thorn in the Dodgers' backside, the little brothers from down south, the San Diego Padres. Because according to MLB insider Bob Nightingale, the Padres could be, quote, the Dodgers' stiffest competition for Otani. And that, quote, San Diego plans to be all in for Otani for the 2024 season and beyond. So we know the Padres have been very active. Last season, they made the trade for Juan Soto. 
this offseason. They signed Xander Bogart to an 11-year, $280 million contract. The Padres are all in. They're doing everything they can to win their first World Series title in franchise history, but I still think that the Dodgers are a better situation for Otani. Now, the Padres have proven that they're willing to spend big money. They offered Aaron Judge a monster contract that was rumored to be around $400 million. We also know that their owner wants Manny Machado back in San Diego after he can opt out following next season. So if they bring Manny Machado back and he signs a $300 million contract, would they be signing $300 million Manny Machado and $500 million Shohei Otani in the same offseason? I just don't expect that. And also, if you look at the situation in San Diego, I mean, you're talking about a long-term deal. Otani will be on the right side of 30 at age 29. Does he truly believe that San Diego can build a sustainable winner because they really don't have that pitching depth. A lot of their pitchers are going to be free agents after next season. You don't have guys coming up the pipeline, and that's an issue they really haven't addressed this offseason. Also, you talk about Petco Park. It is a notoriously pitcher-friendly park down there. We also know that he's a great player offensively, so I just don't think that San Diego will land Otani. I think that they are a team that's going to be very aggressive, and I think they will be a part of this bidding war and I also think location wise it's another comfortable city it's similar to Anaheim in a lot of ways where you're not one of these marquee franchises you're not the Yankees you're not the Dodgers or the Cubs or the Red Sox it's kind of that next tier when it comes to the flagship franchises in the league and look the reality is that Otani wherever he is is going to be a big draw and people are going to tune in for Otani but it's just not as big in San Diego as compared to if he goes to one of the big monster markets like New York or LA and also you talk proximity if he does want to stay in California stay on the west coast we know that it is a shorter plane ride from California to Japan versus some of those east coast cities but look if it comes to the Mets I'm pretty sure that Uncle Steve Cohen will just bring back the Concord or build a spaceship to get Otani back to Japan if that's what it takes to get him in Flushing Queens so I wouldn't completely rule out the Padres for Shohei I think financially they are going to be very aggressive especially when you consider that California state income tax. I think they'll make up for it with a potential offer. And I also think that they are committed to winning. The only question I have is, do they have the depth to build a sustainable winner? Do they have the pitching depth that will allow Shohei Otani to be a two-way player? Are they going to rely too heavily on him as a starting pitcher? Whereas he can be a great pitcher for the Dodgers, can still be an ace-level pitcher. But I think if the Dodgers preserve some of this pitching depth and they don't trade away some of these top and pitching prospects that they are going to have a lot of talented pitchers that are on controllable contracts for the foreseeable future that allow Shohei Otani to maintain that flexibility. I think that's going to be important when keeping him healthy. But the other big contender for Shohei Otani at the moment is the New York Mets. And at this point, I'm calling them the Monopoly Money Mets because Uncle Stephen Cohen, the richest owner in the sport, he will stop at nothing. He will pay any amount to get superstars in Flushing, Queens, and I think he's going to be ultra-aggressive when it comes to Shohei Otani. Because, look, with Shohei, there's the natural connection. The Mets general manager, Billy Epler, he was the Angels general manager when the Halos won the original Otani sweepstakes back in 2017 when Otani was just 23 years old. He was playing for the Nippon Ham Fighters of the NPB. Well, times have changed, and I've heard people make this connection, but if I'm Otani and my priority is winning, why would I want to play with another GM that failed me in Anaheim. 
that we know the Mets, they have limitless cash. They have more money than God, but that doesn't necessarily build a winner. If you look at their farm system compared to the Dodgers farm system compared to the Dodgers scouting, the Dodgers have a more proven track record when it comes to developing talent. And if you want sustainable winning, you need to cash in on young players. You can't just buy your entire team. And that's what the Mets have been trying to do. Now, the Mets definitely have a need, especially when you consider the fact they don't have a true designated hitter at the moment moving forward. And you look at their starting rotation. It's a lot of short-term solution, guys. You have Verlander, you have Scherzer. How many years do they have left? They're on short-term deals. You have Carrasco. Look, there's not a lot of guys moving forward that you can build upon. But I also think that works as a negative for the Mets because when you consider the fact that Otani is going to be most likely signing a 10-plus year deal, how long can the Mets be legitimate World Series contenders. You need some young talent. I think Otani will say to himself, hey, I see that short window of opportunity and not a lot of guys coming up through that pipeline. Do I really want to be a part of this win now team? I think Otani's saying to himself, hey, how many World Series can I get in a 10-year span? And maybe the Mets can win one in his first or second year there. And I think that's definitely important. But I also think that Otani, he's sick of being on a losing franchise, a team with no direction. And I think that he wants to be in a more stable organization and we'll see will this experiment in New York work out at the moment it's still an unknown if Stephen Cohen even though he's throwing money at all these players is going to have success and the reality is look they have been better but they have been more LOL Mets than LFG Mets under Stephen Cohen and last year they lost to the Padres in the wild card round so they still have to prove themselves as an organization but I do think they will be major players at the end of the day because one we know that they will not be outbid we know that Stephen Stephen Cohen is going to be willing to do whatever it takes financially to get him to New York. He might even throw in the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty to try to get a deal done. Also, you made the signing for Kodai Senga. That can only help. But I think the reality is we don't know what Otani is prioritizing. We know he wants to win. We also don't know about fit versus money. Is it just going to be a bidding war for Otani and the team that spends the most is going to land him? Or is he going to look at the situation? Is he going to look at the proximity to Japan. I mean, when it comes to money, this is a guy that took significantly less just to play at the big league level at the age of 23. So I definitely think he's going to be paid, but I don't necessarily think it just means he's going to go to the team that offers him the most money. And then there is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Where do the Dodgers stand right now when it comes to Shohei Otani? Well, one thing you need to know is this organization keeps everything close to the vest, but it has been no secret the Dodgers have been interested. Just look at the deadline last year. They inquired about Otani. They wanted to see if they could maybe try to get a deal done. And ultimately, the Angels didn't make him available. But let's say the Angels get off to a really slow start. Let's say they're in third or fourth place by the month of June. You look at their division. The Rangers, they improved their roster significantly. You look at the Astros. They are going to win that division by a runaway, in my opinion. So look, the Angels might not make the postseason next year. And can you really just let Otani get away for just a qualifying offer, just that compensation pick? I think that'd be chaos for the Angels. I think that would be organizational malpractice. I absolutely think they should deal Otani if they're not a contender. But then the question becomes, if you're the Dodgers, what would you be willing to part ways with to get Otani? And how important is that to your organization and your efforts to try to lock him up long term? Well, one, we know it would be a haul. It would be a chic 
takes ransom to get Otani, not only because he's a great player, but because you're the Dodgers trying to make a move with the Angels. We know the last thing the Angels want to do is trade Otani to LA. And yes, you would have to part ways with all your top prospects for the most part. You would be saying goodbye to guys like Diego Cartaya, Bobby Miller, maybe some big league ready talent. If they flash this year and the Angels are interested, you would have to absolutely give up tons of top level prospects. There is no question about that. But I think the more interesting question is what are the benefits of trading for Otani as opposed to just waiting till he hits free agency? And also, how will trading some of your top pitching prospects impact your ability to build a sustainable winner while he is in Dodger Blue? Because if you do sign Otani to a $500 million contract, you are going to need some of these young, controllable pitchers to produce because it's going to be difficult to fill out your rotation with top guys and build a World Series contender if you have all this money tied up in Otani and Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. Yes, you can get it done. There's no question about that, but it makes it a lot easier when some of these younger guys coming up can produce and you can take advantage of that. But on the flip side, if you are going to get a deal done, if the Angels would be willing to trade him to LA and you do part ways with some of your top prospects, well, you get him in your organization and you don't have to fight off some of these other teams until free agency. Maybe you trade him knowing that he is going to sign an extension. That would be the best case scenario if you're the Dodgers. But even if that isn't the case, just look at what happened in 2020 when the Dodgers traded for Mookie Betts and then ultimately they signed him to that 12-year, $365 million deal before opening day in 2020. What would happen in that situation? Well, the Dodgers didn't have to compete with anyone during free agency. They had that exclusive negotiating with Mookie Betts and they were able to strike a deal. Rarely do you see the Dodgers going out there and getting themselves into bidding wards. When it came to Freddie Freeman, Freeman fell into their lap after the Braves didn't meet his contract demands. So that definitely would be a major plus. Getting him into your organization, having him put on that Dodger uniform, playing at Dodger Stadium where he enjoys playing, and seeing how this organization operates and how they can build a winner. Let's say the Dodgers go on to win the World Series. Would he really want to leave that? So the Dodgers could follow the Mookie method that worked for them in 2020. And then also, too, let's say that no other team out there trades for Shohei Otani, which I don't think would be the case. I think if he's made available, a team is going to be willing to part ways with top prospects to get him. But let's say the Angels don't trade Otani and he enters free agency. Well, the Angels, of course, they're going to extend that qualifying offer. And when they do that and the Dodgers sign him, well, they're going to have to part ways with a second round and fifth round draft pick. And on top of that, they'll lose a million dollars in international signing bonus pool money. So if the Dodgers acquire Otani during the season, they won't have to give up the additional picks. They won't lose the international signing bonus pool money, but they also will have to absorb the remainder of his contract. If you remember, Otani set a new record, agreeing to that $30 million deal with the Angels to avoid arbitration. And by the deadline, LA will still be on the hook for 10 to 12 million of that. So they'll still go over the CBT most likely, but they will have Otani already. And to me, if you can get Otani, you do it. I don't care who the prospects involved are. Yes, you do want to keep as many of those top starting pitchers. In my opinion, if you can keep a Bobby Miller, Gavin Stone, that's great. But if the Angels are willing to do a deal and you have to include those guys, you absolutely have to make that trade. I don't care what you say. 70% of prospects don't work out. And I believe in those guys. And I do think they have a chance to be impact players. But this is Shohei Otani we're talking about. So no prospects are untouchable for 
for Otani. And I also think it would be big to show Shohei that you'd be willing to part ways with your top prospects just to get him for two months to make a run. And we know how loyal a guy that Shohei is. I think that will be a factor in his free agency, knowing how much of an effort you made and how badly you wanted him on your team. So there are those advantages, too. If the Dodgers swing a trade, they'll avoid those losses. And we know that this is an organization that highly values their draft picks because they turn their draft picks into players that can contribute, that bolster their farm system, that they use as assets to use in trades or use as players that can come up and help them at the big league level. So just look at all those benefits. One, you get them in your organization. You show them how you do things. You get first dibs to try to feel them out as far as his contract, what he's looking for and trying to get that deal done. Two, you keep those draft picks. You keep that international signing bonus pool money. And then three, you get a really talented, great elite player that can help you win this season. Let's not lose sight of that. This is going to be a very good Dodgers team this year that's stacked with stars up and down this lineup in the rotation as well. And you add Otani, he could get you over the hump and help you win a World Series. So I like the idea of trading him if he becomes available for those reasons. If you truly believe he's your guy. If you want Shohei Otani, you have to go against the grain and do some uncomfortable things to try to get him because this is not a once in a generation type player. This is a once in a sport type player. This is an elite pitcher, an elite power bat, a guy that's still on the right side of 30, a guy that from a merchandising standpoint, a a marketability standpoint is something that we've never seen. This is a guy that is going to sell out Dodger Stadium each and every night when he's on the bump. He's a player that you're going to buy jerseys and buy merchandise and buy bobbleheads. It goes on and on and on. I mean, just look at how many jerseys Manchester United sold for Cristiano Ronaldo a few years ago. Practically paid for his contract in 72 hours. And I think the Dodgers, they will be printing money with Shohei. They'll definitely benefit from having him in Dodger blue aside from just on the field. What he brings to the cash registers from a merchandising standpoint a sponsorship standpoint it's off the charts it's really unprecedented and look we saw the showtime lakers in the 80s they took over the town well the showtime dodgers with shohei otani would be the biggest draw not just in los angeles but in all of major league baseball and the big question is is he worth 500 million dollars and my answer to that is what is the team willing to spend because if stephen cohen or the dodgers want to give him a 500 million dollar contract that means he's worth that amount that tells you how much they think they can profit off of him not just from a winning standpoint a player standpoint a marketing standpoint as well and I think the way you should frame this is would you be willing to spend 250 million dollars on an elite slugger and 250 million dollars on an elite pitcher because that is what he is combined and the numbers back that up but look if you look at his season last year slash 273 356 519 hit 34 bombs but if you look at from 2021 to 2022 pitchers with a minimum of 200 innings pitched his 2-7 ERA is six that's better than Corbin Burns Sandy Alcantara Max Freed Walker Buehler Shane Bieber Logan Webb Shane McClanahan Brandon Woodrow Zach Wheeler his ex-fib at 305 is better than Max Scherzer Aaron Nola Max Freed Sandy Alcantara Framber Valdez Luis Castillo Julio Urias if you look at him at the plate his 80 home runs are tied for second with Vladimir Guerrero only Aaron Judge has hit more home runs than 
Shohei over the last two seasons. His 146 weighted runs created plus is 10th. That's higher than Manny Machado, Mookie Betts, Carlos Correa, Rafael Devers, Trey Turner, Austin Riley, and Jose Altuve. So the proof is in the numbers. He is a top 5 to 10 pitcher and a top 5 to 10 player, and he should be compensated for that. But we'll do more breakdowns on Shohei Otani, but that is the latest. And my question to you is, do you believe that Otani is a $500 million man? Should the Dodgers sign him for that price? Should they go after him via trade? I want all your thoughts down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home.